You packed guns on Christmas. Always be prepared, Boy Scout. This family needs a little gun talk. A shepherd has got to protect his flock. The only survival training I need is my old smoke pole and a big fat box of buckshot that I keep out in that truck. Whoever the hell's messing with us took my boy and your daughter, and we're sitting around listening to some twisted bedtime story? Howard, how much ammo do you have? A little recon mission, huh? Thought you'd never ask. A couple shells still loaded, maybe a dozen in my pocket. Let's make some memories, huh? And now, your dolls of horror, Summer and Tori. Evil Santa, Jesus H. Almighty. Hi guys, we hope all of you are having a great holiday season and are doing well tonight. How are you doing, Summer? Oh, I'm doing great. How are you, Tori? Oh, I'm fine. All right, so tonight we're going to be talking about Krampus. Yay! Which I know is what, like one of your faves again. Yeah, not so much my favorite movie, but favorite folklore legend. Okay. For sure. Yeah, I think I've seen the movie once and then you said you wanted to do it and I was like, cool, yeah, we can do it to watch it again and I think I definitely underappreciated it the first time <laughs> so this will be fun to talk about yes I really enjoyed it um, coming back to it I, I only watch it once a year at Christmas time and um, I enjoy I really enjoyed this viewing a lot well and you know I was surprised at how many different Krampus movies there were there really are yeah I went to search it um, cause I stream a lot of different things and I went to search it and there was like so many different ones. It was ridiculous. And I was like, um, are we doing this one? And you're like, yeah, that's the right one. <laughs> yeah. This, as far as I know, is the only theatrical released Krampus movie. Okay. The other ones were all independent, at least the ones that I have found. Okay. Um, but I've seen a lot of, um, a lot of them are, are pretty decent, especially for independent, independent films. Um, but yeah, so, um, if you haven't seen the 2015 version of Krampus, basically what it's about, um, is a boy who has a bad Christmas accidentally summons the festive demon to his family home. Yeah. Wouldn't you agree that's about right? Uh, summons in which way? I mean, wishes it. Summoning. <laughs> wishes it. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he gets out a Ouija board and starts doing all that. Yeah. Um, I think summoning is a strong word. <laughs> um, but sure, I guess. <laughs> inadvertently summons. Yeah, inadvertently. Yeah. <laughs> He didn't ask for it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, this movie was also rated uh, PG-13. Okay, I see that. Um, yeah, so it's along the same lines as the Gremlins as far as um, scariness. Mm-hmm. Um, and as far as kills and graphic uh, graphicness. But there's also a lot of time difference between this and Gremlins. So. Yeah. They're able to get away with a lot more now with the ratings. 
This is also the first movie that we've done in our podcast that was not made in 1984. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I know. It would have been hilarious to do just a year's worth of 1984 movies. Yes. <laughs> but I had to throw the, the monkey wrench in there. Um, so, Tori, what's your favorite kill? Okay. I actually left that one blank. Okay. Because I couldn't really pick one. Because they're all good or because you couldn't pick one? Um, I just really couldn't pick one. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> That's fine. I almost left it blank. Um, okay. And then I had to really, I really started to think about it. Um, at one point in my notes, and my notes are a hot mess, scribbles, and I had to recopy some of it because I couldn't even read it. Yeah. Um, at one point I had written Omni, which is the grandmother, grandmother's kill because she was brave and she sacrificed herself. Yes. So at that. one point I had that. At one point I had um, the sun going up the chimney because that was okay. <laughs> yeah. and, but what I ultimately decided on was Stevie in the end where she gets dropped into the fire pit. Yes, Be- I remember. Yes, um, and I chose that one because you can see everybody. All the demons are out for yes. display. They all came out to play. Um, yes. And just for that aspect is why I chose it. Okay. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was hard. It was hard to pick one because there weren't a lot and you didn't see really anything happening. Well, I'm glad that you feel that way because it makes me not feel so bad about no, 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 no. Um, some some of these topics, it's hard for me to pick um, just because either there's not a lot of it or I don't care for any of them. Mm-hmm. You know, my fashion moment was was tough too, but um, I, I I found one I actually liked so. <laughs> Um, what do you think of their creativity in this um i liked it okay i liked it i love a lot of different aspects yeah i really love the gingerbread men and the uh the bear they're my favorites they're my favorites and at one point in my notes i just wrote gingerbread man heart (laughs) <laughs> I just put a heart next to it because I was I was obviously busy and I was just jotting stuff down and gingerbread man heart. <laughs> so I think that means I like the gingerbread man. <laughs> and I do have a scary gingerbread man ornament on my tree. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. I love him. <laughs> He's one of my favorites. Um, let's talk about some fashion, shall we? Okay. My fashion choice mm-hmm. was Adam Scott, which is who plays Tom. And who is adorable, by the way. Yes. And he so plays cute. in Step Brothers. Yes. Yes. He plays in Step Brothers. Yes. So I instantly knew who he was. Yes. And I was like, yes, he's in this movie. Awesome. And I really, I, I pulled a summer because <laughs> I went with the preppy look that he's wearing. He's mm-hmm. wearing a very preppy sweater, dad, like a, like a dad sweater and like some khakis or brownish pants, I believe. And his hair's done nice. And he has like the beard, half of, you know, a little bit of a beard going on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I can say. I liked it. And he's, he's, just, he's adorable. He is so, yes. he is so cute. 
Um, yes, he is. And even when I've, I've always thought he was cute, even when he was in those vodka commercials, he was cute. Shmirnoff, I don't I think. remember that. I think he was in the string of Smirnoff commercials. And I hope I'm getting the actor right. I'm pretty sure oh, wow. it's him. I'm going to have to fact check that. Don't get mad at me if it's not him, people. <laughs> okay, so my fashion pick. Are you ready for the story? Yes. The dog. Okay, I don't remember what the dog. <laughs> I don't remember. You have to refresh my memory on that Okay, one. final scene. Um, when everything appears to be okay again. When they're opening presents. Rosie the dog is wearing an elf costume. Hat and all. Okay. I thought it was so cute. <laughs> so the dog won my fashion moment. Yeah, I actually remember. Didn't the dogs like wear sweaters throughout the movie? You know, I don't really recall, but you know, it would make sense okay. because they lost power and they lost heat, and those dogs would probably get cold too, right? Yes. But yeah, in in the end, the dog was wearing a costume, and I thought it was cute. Was greatness. The dog probably hated it, but I thought it was adorable. <laughs> what about um let's go to Epic Line? Oh gosh, this was so tough. Yeah. I started to write down a couple because within the first like 15 minutes, I was just like, oh my gosh. Yeah, lots of singers. Real good ones. Yeah. So I have I I, I narrowed it down to three. Okay. Um, I can't even read my handwriting though on one of them. I know, right? <clears throat> I was writing so fast in some of these, and like, what did I mean to say? Yeah, I don't even know what that one says. <laughs> um, <laughs> my first one is uh when they show up for Christmas, and I believe she's the aunt or something. Yeah, and she says, "Where's the nog? I, I need, need to, to get, get married." married. And I was like, that's it every, I think that's almost just a given in any family Christmas movie where somebody's always looking to get drunk before they have to deal with family. Amen. So I was like, that's funny. And, um, it's in every then, movie because it's true. Yeah. And well, I have, I've never had eggnog ever. Uh, I don't like eggnog, but I, I like whiskey and I like hot toddies. So I've, I've never had any, yeah. And I, I like mold wine. So, so where's the booze? I need to get married. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, when she says, I believe it's the same actor or actress says, uh, looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. Yes. That's literally 10 seconds later. And I loved it. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know what? Get out of my kitchen. <laughs> It's another one of those moments where, and I totally identified with the mother because she goes on this rant and she's like, yeah. after you spend weeks cleaning and cooking and preparing and decorating and then have people show up and insult you. And I was like, yes, how rude, because I like that. I'm glad that Martha Stewart threw up in there because I only strive to have a house that looks that nice. During the holidays. And then she goes on to say, maybe we'll just go to your trailer. Yeah, maybe. She's like, maybe next Christmas we'll go to your trailer. Yes. Which is an epic burn. Yes. Because that's just rude. And I don't like her anymore. Like, I thought that the nog was funny, but then she's insulting the cooking. And, the, and it does take a lot of work. Oh, I've gosh, yes. Of course. Yeah, it takes a lot of work to cook and clean and prep and decorate to have family over and then to have someone insult you i'd be like no we we do a lot of work and it's just the two of us like we do yeah. we do have to go to family's house um 
But we do our own Christmas and our own Thanksgiving. And we do cook our own spread. And we're just cooking for each other. And it's a lot of work then. It's so much work. And you're just cooking for two people. I agree. For sure. For sure. Okay. Th- those were your epic lines, right? That concludes. I don't. What is this last one? Okay. I'm going to read it. But I <laughs> You're don't, so funny. I'm going to read it. But I don't remember writing it down. I don't remember <laughs> what it's from. I have no clue what I'm talking about here. <laughs> okay. What's it say? It says, I thought you guys might want a break from Mac- oh, macaroni, oh, cheese, oh. and hot dogs. Yes, that's what it was. Yes. She's like, yeah, because once again, the food is getting insulted yes. because it's so fan because it's so fancy, nobody can pronounce, can pronounce it. it. And so once again, she does the epic burn and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you guys might want a break from macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. And I was like, oh, I literally almost fell off my couch. (laughs) Because that one hits me on a personal level, and I won't say why, but that's, yes, I love that. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So And and she's like, what? And everybody's like, what? No, no. Like, 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 why would we want to break from that? Like, macaroni and cheese and hot dogs is amazing. Like, (laughs) oh my god. No. Not, no, not for me. (laughs) And then... yeah, I'm glad you knew what I was talking about. And then Aunt Dorothy <laughs> says, "Well, you were wrong." Yeah, yeah. See, like they don't want to break from the hot. Like, dude, if I would have known that you would have been happy with a non-decorated house, yes, and macaroni and cheese and even, hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. Not even Velveeta shells and cheese, just like the powdered, you know, macaroni and cheese and hot dogs. Then hey, you could have saved me a lot of work. Yeah, like just, while she's know, while so she's whatever. while she's um, browning the souffle. Yeah, while she's in there with a little tiny blowtorch and browning the souffle. <laughs> yes, like, dude, you're still trying. You're still putting in all this effort. I no, that wouldn't be me. No, for sure. You, you would have been <laughs> like, you would have dumped the souffle on their laps, right? <laughs> yeah, but here you go. <laughs> well, I had about two pages of epic lines. I really did. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to pick two. My runner-up is um, when uh, the boy, I, what's his character name again? I keep on calling him MJ, Max, because MJ's the actor's mm-hmm. name. When and he, they call him Max, they call him Maxipad. Yeah, which is just rude. Mm-hmm. Yes. But um, when Max says, why do we have to put up with their crap just because we share DNA? Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Yep, I like that one. Um, but my most epic line, and it is the line that I relate to most in my entire life, and anybody who knows me knows this is true, <clears throat> comes from Aunt Dorothy. And by the way, I wrote down all the lines that you had said. Awesome. <laughs> Just so you know, awesome. I wrote all those down as well. But this one also comes from Aunt Dorothy um, about 40 minutes in or so. And she says, I never liked kids even when I was one. I can see you liking that. And I've, I've actually said that a lot, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then she just says, okay, fine. I'm going to teach you all how to make peppermint schnapps. Yep. <laughs> but I never liked kids even when I was one. Because I've always gotten along better with the grownups, even when I was a child. 
Okay. Yep. Yeah. So that's definitely, definitely me. Um, <clears throat> oh, oh, I got one more. I got one more. That's also a zinger. Love it. Okay. Um, and, and Dorothy again. I'm old enough to know when life is coming at you with its pants down. Oh my God. <laughs> no. Yes. Yes, girl. <laughs> but aren't you? <laughs> aren't you though, really? <laughs> aren't you old enough to know? I guess. <laughs> I know you know. All right. Okay. okay. So what shall we discuss next? How about the acting? Oh, love Because we both have some actors that we like. Yes, love it. Um, let's talk about Tony Collette first. Um, okay. I'm not her biggest fan, but I think she's fabulous. Yeah, um, I think she is. Too. I don't seek her out. I know some friends that do. In fact, one I took to go see Hereditary ju- with my friend Chris just because he wanted to see it just because she was in it. He hates horror movies hates him he wanted to see this he doesn't even like the word horror he wanted to see this movie because she was in it and he'll watch anything that she does so i went with him and it was great um great to go with him and i am always impressed by her american accent i think her american accent is fantastic is she not american no okay then well i didn't know (laughs) there you go exactly you didn't really hear a hint a lot of times when an actor is British or Australian, for example, I can hear a hint in their vowels sometimes. But she is from New South Wales, Australia, which is Sydney. Okay. So, yeah. And when you hear her in interviews, you're going to be shocked. Okay. Yeah. So I'm always impressed by her American accent. Who else do you want to talk about? Um. I just really liked Adam. I mean, I thought the acting oh, was, was good. Yes. I mean, I thought the acting was good. There was people I recognized. But what really struck me was Adam Scott. Um, because I do recognize him from Step Brothers mm-hmm. and stuff. And he's a favorite. Um, but I thought the acting was good. Even the children were good. Um, the uncle, I believe he's the uncle. He looked familiar to me, but I couldn't really place him. Well, the uncle, let's talk about him. Because I'm a big fan. Okay. Of um, David Kochner, I want to say. Um, I'm probably saying that wrong. But um, a lot of people recognize him from Anchorman. Have you, okay. seen, have you seen Anchorman? The Will Ferrell? I've seen it once and it was a long time ago. Yeah, so he was in those. He's he's done a lot of movies. He's done a lot of TV shows. He has done a, a lot of voiceover work. And he is consistently working. So you've probably seen him all the time. Yeah, and have and here and there. Um, I love and know him most from a sitcom in the mid '90s called Still Standing, and okay. to this day, it's one of my favorite shows. It starred um, Mark Addy and Jimmy Gertz and uh, Taylor Fall and uh, um couple of other people and I'm blanking on it. I don't know why because I still love this show. I still watch this show all the time um, on, my, on my DVDs. <clears throat> and he was on that for a short while. And he was hilarious on that as well. Um, 
So that's how I most know him from. And I believe that show was 2004, give or take. Okay, so a while ago then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Aunt Dorothy. Let's talk about Aunt Dorothy, shall we? Okay. She, she's, <laughs> yeah, she's hilarious. She's uh, the comic relief, if you will. She is. And she is so funny in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, she is also quite funny in Two and a Half Men. Yes, <laughs> that's where I know her from. Let's talk. Yeah, so she's been on that for I believe its entire run. If not, then pretty close to its entire run, and that's how most people know her. But again, her career is so extensive. You would be shocked if you looked her up. You would have said yes, yes, yes. Seen that, that, that. I mean, you would be shocked. It is amazing, and she makes me laugh so hard, so often. I love her uh, very much in a movie called uh, Sweet Dreams. It was, I believe, 96, 97-ish. It was a uh, made-for-TV movie with Tiffany Amber Thiessen and A. Martinez and David Newsom. And she played Dr. Kate Lowe in that. And I, for some reason, really loved her character in that. And ever since I saw that movie... I have followed her career. I might have to look that up then. It's re- it's a good movie. It's a I won't spoil it, but it's um it's a mystery. Okay. You know, in the lifetime drama type of way. And I love the lifetime movies. I know. So I'm a sucker. It, you're gonna like it. Um, I know you. You're gonna like it. It also has Amy Yasbeck in it, who is um, John Ritter's wife and widow. Okay. Um, and it's a very, very good cast, and you're definitely going to like it. Um, let's see here. Is that all we want to say about casting? Yeah, I'm good. All righty. Sounds good to me. Um, how do you feel about the music and the score? I thought the music was good. It was your typical Christmas songs throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end, when the credits are going and stuff, there's some Krampus songs, and I like that. <laughs> I liked it. Some Krampus songs? <laughs> yeah. What's a Krampus song? I don't know. They were singing about Krampus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't think I've ever watched the credits to the end. <laughs> I didn't watch the credits all the way to the end, but there was some Krampus music playing. Well, and I saw snow globes at the end, and I love snow globes. Yeah. So, like, I was, like, entranced that's why i watched it for so long oh there you go no the the credits i liked um i liked how they played it out in the credits i liked how it looked it was very visually pleasing to me yes um and in the credits the first song they play is you know you better watch out which i think is hilarious yes it is (laughs) and i love it how in the beginning they play, you know, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas over a Black Friday type scenario. Yes, I thought that <laughs> was hilarious. Because it is brilliant. I loved it. Yes. I loved it. Yes. The classic, <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And then it goes to the mall where mm-hmm. people are fighting each other and Fist people fights, on their phones. Riots. Yes. 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 I mean, I, I thought the contrast of that is brilliant um because you know what 
when that happens, it is beginning to look a lot like Christmas, right? True. Yeah, true. 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 Um, I also want to point out the orchestrations um, and sound effects were very effective. For example, the hoofs on the roof and mm-hmm. the howling wind throughout the entire movie. Yes. Um, and the snowstorm and the wind, it yes. almost made you feel cold. Yes, I can see that. Uh, so I believe that the the effects were, the sound effects and yes. the orchestrations and how they played off of each other, they're very dramatic um, orchestrations were were very good. Yes. I was going to bring up the, uh, the snow and stuff later. Yeah. Yeah. I got a fun fact about the snow. Okay. <laughs> when we talk about that. All right. Well, then um, let's, let's talk about that. Then let's go to the scary rating. Okay. I didn't because think this movie I, well, was scary. I don't think this movie was scary. I wrote no. down that the only thing that I thought that was scary about this movie was the weather. Because, because it's coming, okay, everybody? It is coming, especially if you live in Indiana or Chicago like we do. It's coming. Midwest, it's definitely. Coming. We know it's coming, and I'm just like, that's the only thing that's scary about this movie is that I know that's coming. It's true. It's Even true. if it doesn't bring Krampus, it's scary. And you probably can relate to it a little bit more because you live in a small town. I live yes. in Chicago. I don't live downtown, but I still live in Chicago. Yes. Where tons and tons of people, it's not suburbia. It is very busy, hustle, bustle. Even in my neighborhood, tons of people where this movie took place in a neighborhood that was a little bit more spread out. Yes. And you can probably relate to that a little bit more. Yes, I can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I didn't, I don't find this movie scary. I never did. I still don't. Okay. But we already discussed it i don't find really anything in movies scary much but i describe this movie when i'm describing it to people as a fantasy that's a good way to describe it because i believe it's it's more aimed at being a fantasy than a horror movie it has horror elements yeah a fantasy fairy tale type yeah yeah, so yeah. they really played up the fairy tale aspect of Krampus instead of the yeah. horror aspect. That's also yes, they really did. my biggest criticism is I wish it had more horror in it. But I, that's what they were going for was the fantasy. So it was done on purpose. Yeah, I can definitely see that they played up the fairy tale aspect because the grandmother was always seemed like she was always in the background mm-hmm. doing some fairy tale type crap. <laughs> so I, I like I was yeah, I can see that. I Some fairy it. tale that crap. Yeah, <laughs> talking well, in her well native, put. Ta- talk, talking in her native language, telling stories about Krampus and making hot cocoa over an open fire. And then Dorothy says ah. English. I knew it. <laughs> Whatever. When she starts speaking in English. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I definitely I agree. Want, I just want somebody to make me hot cocoa over an open fire. Well. We won't be over an open fire, but I'll make you hot cocoa. <laughs> and tell me fairy tales? Well, why not? They'll, they'll be a lot more scary, though. <laughs> we can make hot cocoa in Texas. Okay. We'll do we some, can. We'll do some hot cocoa and fairy tales and we'll, we'll sleep over in Texas. We will make it in the coffee maker in the yes. hotel in Texas. Yes. <laughs> gotta remember to bring some. I gotta jot that down. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I might have some packets also, some like single serve little gourmet cocoa packets. I'll look for them. Yeah. I don't drink it a whole lot. I'm more of an apple cider person lately. Um, and actually, honestly, I'm more of a hot toddy whiskey person lately. Um, but I'll I'll look for the cocoa because I don't think I drink it all. So okay, yeah, it's gonna be fun. We'll 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 make hot cocoa and tell each other's fairy tales. <laughs> Maybe add some uh, alcohol to that hot cocoa. Oh yes. Let's get some Baileys. Let's go to the liquor store and get some Baileys for that hot cocoa. Oh my gosh! Speaking of rum chata, I <laughs> love that stuff. I'm you sorry, do? we're getting off topic, but <laughs> well, well, because you can put it in hot cocoa. I think it'd be good. You can and I and I've put yeah. it in my mocha frappe before. Just gives your coffee a little kick. There you a little, go. A little creamy kick. Yeah, it's along the same lines. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Okay. We'll have, we'll have to make that happen. Okay. <laughs> no, like no a, a fires, fifth no of... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't worry, no. Texas Frightmare. We won't be build fire in your hotel. Maybe. Depends on how drunk you get. I don't know. There could be a fire in the middle of the room and we're just making hot cocoa telling friends. <laughs> I don't know. That would be hilarious. We will see. We will see. <laughs> Stay tuned on social media, guys. <laughs> our our Instagram story is going to be hilarious that weekend for sure. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking okay, of, anyway, thinking of story, what do you think of the story? Okay. Um, the story it was good. It was a good story. I liked it. Um, I I, I like a good story. I mean, that's what it is. It's a story. Every it movie is. you watch is a, every movie that you watch is a story. Yes. And I thought this was a good one. It's one I'm not real familiar with the Krampus fairy tale like you are. So I I liked it. Um, I might be interested in watching the other Krampus movies now just to see their take on it. Familiar with it. And I would like to get more familiar with it. Yes, I definitely think you should. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy them. Most of them hit on more of the horror aspect of it, which is nice. Okay. So I like that a lot. Um, and like, like you stated, I know the Krampus myth. I love the Krampus myth. I, I appreciate what he does for our community. <laughs> <laughs> you, keep, you keep saying that you hate children so much, but I Not have a to fan. say... Yeah, I have to say, though, whenever I was talking about bringing my 14-year-old to Days of the Dead, you you said, oh, cool, can't wait to meet him. And but, I was like, cool. Well, that's a 14-year-old. I don't consider that a child. Okay. And he's my child. That so. is true. But he's also a teenager. He's like a little adult yes. now. Yes, he is. It's the babies and the toddlers I'm not. Okay. That are maybe eight and over. That's when I start to click with, with the children. But okay. the younger ones and the babies, please don't bring it around me at all. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. You're so horrible. <laughs> Unless it's dressed as some sort of really cool, creepy Pennywise or something. I don't know. Then I will say, oh, how cute. But I will still, you know, please take it back. <laughs> um. You can actually find a lot of the Krampus movies on Tubi right now. Uh, there's Mother Krampus, and they made a second one, Mother Krampus 2. Okay. There's, there's Krampus Christmas Devil. 
which I've seen. Uh, I kind of like that one. Uh, there's uh, Krampus Unleashed. There mm-hmm. is one called Krampus Reckoning. Yes, I saw that one. I've seen mm-hmm. it. I, I didn't watch it, but I, I saw that one on there. This one is not on, but it was released last year. It's called Krampus Origins. I haven't seen it, but I've heard about it. Okay. Uh, so there's there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of Krampus ones. I own several on DVD even. But um, yeah, you can check out. Or if anyone is interested, you guys can look at uh, Tubi, which is a free streaming service, which I love. And they're all on there right now, except for this theatrical one. All right. So how do you think, because this movie is recent. All the other movies we've done have been older, about 30 years old. How do you think this movie will hold up with age? Will it become like a Christmas classic like Gremlins? You think it'll fade away after a few years? What do you think is going to happen? I think that it will be a Christmas classic. I think that some people probably already do consider it a Christmas classic because Krampus is a fairy tale and it already is kind of a classic in itself. So, yeah, I think I think enough people like it. I think it will kind of become a classic and a tradition for some people. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, it's a tradition for me. It's not my my go to movie tradition, but effort to watch it for sure yeah and if i did have kids we would all be watching it for sure i'd, I'd raise them on the Krampus <laughs> legend and then i would scare them saying he's going to come get you if you're not good uh how's the pacing for you in this one i think it was good yeah it moved right along yes it did mm-hmm. especially when things started to happen yes what do you think of the end? What do you think that means? There's there's two different um, theories. What what's your take? Um, I the end the thing that really stuck out about the ending to me is whenever he tries to tell Krampus that he wants his family back and wants everything back. It was very reminiscent of Nightmare on Elm Street, where Nancy mm-hmm. confronts Freddy and takes away all of his power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And that's what he tried to do was take his power back. And I don't know. The ending, like I said, it just reminds me of Nightmare on Elm Street. I, my take on it, he didn't get his family back. They're stuck in some kind of Krampus universe. They're stuck in limbo. Yeah, they're stuck in some kind of limbo Krampus Christmas forever crap. <laughs> Where they got to learn to love each other. Yes. <laughs> and they all and they all seem to at that moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's one take on it. The other take is it all happened for sure, but they're all okay and everything is going to be okay and it was more of a cautionary take. Krampus will always be watching. Just like he was watching grandmother, you know, until she sacrificed herself. She lived in fear her entire life because of what she went through with Krampus as a child, right? So um, that's the other theory. I am more of on the negative, and so I agree with you. I think that's that's the ending. But the more optimistic people think the other one. And I honestly don't think either are wrong. 
because it could go either right yeah i i will never tell anybody well not never (laughs) but whenever it comes to certain things i'm not going to tell someone their opinion is wrong because an opinion is not fact it's true you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so an opinion isn't fact so i'm never going to tell anybody oh you think Krampus ended differently, you're wrong. I'm not. It's open to interpretation. Yeah, especially if it's open to interpretation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So. Um, my favorite quote is, uh, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a favorite quote. Um, oh, <laughs> guys, I'm very tired. I just got off work and I'm sleepy. I'm so sorry. My my brain is fried. Um, <laughs> so my friend, this actually happened and uh, I made a meme for it. Um, they said to me, I just don't like Rocky Horror Picture Show. No, I love Rocky Horror Picture Show. And I said, and you're entitled to your wrong opinion. <laughs> and I made that yeah. a, into a meme. And I have made that into also a Nightmare on Elm Street meme and a Candyman meme. <laughs> because people have said, I just don't like X movie. And I'm like, and you're entitled to your wrong opinion. Yeah. <laughs> true, true, right? Yes, yeah. tr- very true. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite character? No. No. My favorite character is Dorothy because she's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, and that's, I wanted to touch on that. Um, Okay. Once again, you have this girl, like we touched on in Nightmare on Elm Street, Mm -hmm. where she's like, oh my gosh, I haven't heard from my boyfriend in however many hours. Uh, I better go check on him because something must be wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, dude whatever well i mean how many times did they pan down on down to their phones and said no service so if you don't have any service you don't have any service how's he going to get in touch with you yeah exactly he probably doesn't even have your home phone number no one does (laughs) right nobody no hardly anybody even has a home phone anymore i think they would just because they have that huge house but he probably doesn't have the number yeah true why would he he calls her directly true but yeah if you have no cell service and your power's out and you're like oh i haven't heard from my boyfriend that's so not like him like dude get a grip well clearly he has no cell service also just like you yeah yep or she's and... putting too much faith in boyfriends <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying again <laughs> yes again yes so <laughs> too much faith in boyfriends that's that's the problem with the younger generation guys yes <clears throat> all right let's see here how do you like the uh the makeup effects and and the the cgi and all those i thought the makeup and costumes were good um the cgi was okay i think the gingerbread men could have been done better and okay. i think certain things like that could have been done better i thought it was more playfully done than realistically done if that makes sense yeah they were totally you know running around and shrieking like banshees yeah i agree 
Okay, I good. I liked um I liked the teddy bear though because he had some scary teeth. Okay, do you remember teddy bear? Yes. And um, the the monster, the Jack in the Box type clown, who tries to eat people. Mm-hmm. It was pretty well done. And yes. I, again, I really liked at the end where they all come out to play. Because you could see them all. And the, that Krampus face, by the way, is super creepy. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, then. Moving right along. Um, are you ready for some fun facts? Yes, I'm glad you did that. All right, I did. You know, I love me some fun facts. Okay, so for those of you listeners that don't know... December 5th is known as Krampus Day. It is typically known as the day where Krampus comes to Earth and takes away all the bad children to hell. And I recently found that out. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So this movie was originally scheduled to be released on uh, November 25th, but they pushed it to... December 4th, the day before day. By the way, December mm-hmm. 4th is also my birthday. Yep. So I thought because it was able to be released the day before. Um, so, so even though this is not a 1984 movie, it still has mm-hmm. some relation to a birth. Yes. Of Mine for once. <laughs> <laughs> You had them all. I got my yes. turn now. <laughs> um, um, also, for those of you who don't know, Krampus is mainly Austrian and German as part of their folklore. And in Austria and Germany, they have Krampus parades, and they call it the oh. Krampus Run, where the so many of the townsfolk just dress up in these elaborate, amazing costumes. If you haven't seen it, I'll do a video. It is amazing. And they just walk the streets with their whips and their bells and their chains. And well, now I want to go. I know. I really want to go. I want to go so badly for the Krampus run. I have for so long. And okay, we it need is to make amazing. that a Dolls of Horror thing. We got to go. <laughs> oh, my God. Go to Austria. We're going to have to bring my husband and along for that one. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to bring men. <laughs> I'm not traveling to another country without men. <laughs> it's not that bad, but I know he would love to see that country. Yeah. And even the children are dressed up. It is so amazing. In fact, I saw a video on Facebook two days ago where children were walking the streets like it was part of like a class and they were maybe 10 years old and they all had their own Krampus car. That is so cool. It was so cool. I really, really appreciate their love for the myth. And that's probably why I appreciate the myth so much. It's because it's still a tradition that is held dear. Yeah, still observed. Yes, definitely. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Do you, did you know that this movie was made by the same people who made the movie Trick or Treat? No, I did not. Okay. And you've seen Trick or Treat with Sam, right? Yes, I have. Okay. So when Max shares his Halloween candy with Stevie and Jordan, 
Oh, which, by the way, was so sweet of him. Um, and I'm also quite impressed he still has Halloween candy left over <laughs> on December 24th. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is a lollipop, Sam's lollipop from Trick or Treat in that. Okay. So that's a little Easter egg. So if you know about that, then you can pick that out. Um, the Krampus minions that were in that ending scene that I love so much. They're all folk figures of European folk. Like, for example, the Yule goat is a Scandinavian uh, myth. And I thought that that was really, really neat that they actually looked this up and included these other um, figures from the folklore. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, wasn't it wonderful? The little, the little details and the little yeah. finishing touches. I really, I really enjoy those. Yeah, definitely. Um, did you know this movie was shot almost entirely on a soundstage, outside and all? I didn't know that, but that's nice. Yeah, it. the The outside looked really real, and the storm looked looked really real. So I was actually surprised that this was all on a soundstage, and the house looked real. I thought. That- mm-hmm. House, like a really big house, but a house. No, that's all set. And yes. the only scene that was not shot on the soundstage was that mall scene in the beginning. Okay. This this movie was also shot entirely in New Zealand. So New that, Zealand, yes. Wow. Yes. So that mall was not um, an American mall. It was like it was a hardware store that they made to look like a mall or something like that. Um, from what I understand. But the sound stages were in New Zealand, and so was that store. So that, that is insane. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Um, the woman who played Omni is actually Austrian, so she was very much aware of Krampus because she grew up with it him as well. Okay, so okay. she was uh, quoted as saying that she really enjoyed being part of this film because of the subject matter, which is pretty amazing. Um, I don't know how true this is. It was stated by one of the directors. I haven't fact-checked it yet, so I'm apprehensive to say it, but one of the the directors said that Krampus is a folklore that predates Christianity. Oh, wow. Again, don't yell at me if it's not true. I just thought that that was interesting. We should look at we should look that up because wouldn't that be was true? That'd be very interesting. Yeah, we should do our research on that. I just wanted to throw that out for you if you guys wanted to look it up and figure it out also because mm-hmm. I didn't even think of it like that. I thought it was just a few hundred years old, not a couple thousand years old. Yeah, right. Um, let's see here. Oh, that snow I was talking about. All yes. the snow is made of diaper material. Oh my god, no. Yes. The That's a nightmare. I yes. don't that that's that's oh my gosh. But it looked so real, did it not? It did, but that is cringe worthy. <laughs> it is. Yes. So that the the stuff that's inside of diapers and they just chopped it all up. Made snow. No. no <laughs> that's our snow. Um that's a but I think that's all I got for fun facts. Okay. Um I want to say also that my Krampus bell, I have one. It's my favorite Christmas ornament. 
That'd be really neat to have a little Krampus bell. I have a Krampus bell. I actually have two Krampus bells. I got a little one. It's like about the diameter of a nickel. And then I got a full-sized one. It looks exactly like the one in the movie. It is, it is my favorite Christmas ornament. Awesome. Um, <clears throat> so it's like I have a little piece of the movie with me. Let's see here. Um, let's talk about this a little bit more. If, hypothetically, Krampus showed up how do you think you would defend yourself? What? <laughs> you didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would probably die right away. Just saying. I, okay, I um, have been working out. <laughs> I've always done the treadmill. I have pretty strong legs. I think I would just run. Yeah, just run and run. Well, that didn't work for the daughter, just- though. I'll just run. She was running pretty fast. Yeah, I'll just run. Just run. Of course, if I'm running on diaper material, <laughs> I probably won't get very far. <laughs> and you'll face, oh you'll face plant and yep. to spit her out. <laughs> and I'd probably be running in Uggs, which is not very, yeah. Run. <laughs> I don't know. Not very favorable for running, right? No. I don't know how far I'd get. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how I would fend him off, but... I don't really have much in my apartment as far as weapons go. Got a baseball bat, maybe. So we could throw some hot chocolate in his face. Yeah, throw some hot chocolate, or give him some third degree burns. We try to make friends. <laughs> How about we just, you know, invite him over for a hot toddy? Okay. Have, have a chat. Why are you so angry? Okay. What's going on? Can I? Yeah, want to talk? Or can I help? <laughs> <laughs> can I come with you? Can I help you? <laughs> that would be <Yeah>. fun. <laughs> that is something you would do. Since I'm Team Krampus, you are <laughs> totally Team Krampus. I'll be like, can we do this together? You know, he mm-hmm. might kill me, but he might take me along. Yeah. Can I be your sidekick? Sidekick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. <clears throat> so let's see. I already talked about the blizzard in the big city versus small town. So this is obviously set in suburbia. How do you suppose mm-hmm. this would play out in a city like Chicago or New York, maybe, or even Los Angeles? Well, Los Angeles would shut down because they're not used to snow, but we're used to snow and we're used to blizzards in Chicago and winds and all that crazy weather stuff. How do you think it would play out? Do you think that, you know, he would just kill us all or he just pick a select few? There's a lot of people I here. think that if it played out in a bigger city, I don't think Krampus would get very far because bigger cities have a lot more resources. We do. And especially bigger cities like New York that are more used to the snow and power outages and stuff. I exactly. just think that Krampus would have a whole team full of people to kick his butt. Yes. Chicago has backup generators everywhere and mm-hmm. they set up warming shelters in the wintertime, especially mm-hmm. when the power goes out. So mm-hmm. we have all these resources. And gosh, and I have to say, uh-huh. if I see a Krampus does New York, I'm going to be livid. <laughs> I'm going to be livid. Oh my gosh. So Jesse um, was listening to our episode and he's like, I have an answer to Tori's question. I said, what question is that? And he's like, why is it always New York? And he said that it is, uh, what did he say? 
Um, I didn't write this down, but I believe he said New York is an ambassador city. So it's it's a city that most people. So that's why New York is usually mentioned. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the story works well for the suburbs, definitely. Mm-hmm. Because you're slightly disconnected from the mass population. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a rural area. There's not a lot mm-hmm. of resources. There might not be a lot of public transit, a lot of trains. I mean, yes. geez, even when the blizzards happen here in Chicago, the trains typically still run. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, I can definitely see this playing out in the suburbs over the city. A friend of mine had said that once, um, that uh, <laughs> that this this works for the suburbs, a place where people lost all hope and a kid makes a shitty witch and the family <laughs> gets killed. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what suburbs are, a place where people lost all hope. That's what that's whatever. <laughs> that's that's his quote, and I was just laughed. I feel that. attacked. I feel attacked. <laughs> you're not even in the suburb. You're in the town. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's different. I'm lower than a suburb. I'm like, if anybody's ever seen the movie The Crazies, yes, I'm that far out. Wow, wow, yeah. I have never been to Tori's town, but she tells me about it. Yeah. Yes. So if anybody's seen the movie, the newer version, I have I'm not real familiar with the older version. Me neither. The newer remake, the crazies. Um I can see the government um conducting some tests. Oh yeah. Choosing this small little town, unsuspecting town. <laughs> How small is your town? Do you know what the population is? Roughly? Uh less than two hundred, maybe? Are you kidding me? Wow. I'm not kidding you. I think it's less than two hundred. Yeah, the town my parents lives in is pretty small like that, too. But it's not in um, the Midwest, but I, they live in an itty-bitty town, too. I get it. You have similar um, similar things where you told me that you have to go pick it up at the post office. And the uh, same thing with my family. They don't get mail delivery. They have to go pick it up from the local post office and stuff, which is crazy. I've never lived that lifestyle. Um, so, but I know, I know it's true. I know it happens. Uh, yeah. Well, I had never lived this lifestyle either until we bought this house. And for some reason, after we came and looked at it, then it just hit me. And I was like, that house didn't have a mailbox. Did any of the houses have a mailbox? I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> and I soon found out, no, no, there are no mailboxes. You have to go to the post office to get your mail because the town is so small, they don't have a mail person. That is crazy. So, And your and your post office is, is up until what time? Like, didn't you say like noon or two or something? Um, No, try 11 or 1130 on the weekends. A.M. Yes crazy and it's the tiniest little cutest little post my house is bigger than the post office (laughs) it's the tiniest little cutest little post office you've ever seen (laughs) so yeah oh my gosh when i come to visit you one day you're gonna have to take me to the post office just so i can see it you can almost see it from my house oh my gosh i went to parents town when i went to go visit them so I went to that post office, and that was it was pretty cute. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. That's so Oh my gosh. The difference in our lifestyles is staggering. Yes. The big city for me and really small town. Like I thought you are really small town. You're almost off the grid small town. Yes. And that is insane. But of oh, service and in cable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, what would I do? What do you do in like blizzards and stuff? Do you like have trouble getting around? Do you like it's snowed oh, in yeah. and stuff? If it's uh if this if the roads are too bad, we are I'm no stranger to two hour delays for my kids or everything closed down or um, I don't, I personally don't like to drive when it's really bad out. So I'll just stay home. No. Yeah. That's reasonable. I mean, I don't we like to drive at all. Um, we take the public transit, the buses and the trains. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, especially in the weather In the weather, I, I think even if we did have a car, which we don't because the public transit is so great in Chicago. I think if we did have a car, we probably wouldn't be using it much. When the weather got rough. Yes. Just not worth it. No, and the trains are great because, I mean, you don't even have to deal with the street traffic. Mm-hmm. You just have to deal with the traffic that's on the, the train tracks, and those can be delayed. I was delayed a little bit this morning. There was a, a backup of trains, but it wasn't nearly as bad as it would have been on, on rush hour on the street. Well, we've talked about traffic, about your idea of traffic and my idea of traffic. <laughs> Yes. Because you were talking about coming to visit. Yes. And you're like, no, our idea of traffic is probably different. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. Yes. Yes. It's oh, <laughs> so funny. So different we are, but how close we are at the same time. Yes. You know, I mean, everything from where we live and our lifestyles and family, everything. So different, but we're besties. Opposites <laughs> attract is what they say. Total opposites. Um, mm-hmm. be- besties who love horror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this puppy up. Um, I have to welcome Jesse to our team. He is our producer on the Horror Podcast. He has been doing amazing work with radio. And yes. I mean, I am floored every time I hear something he's created, and he loves creating it. I also work with him at my day job as well. Um, we work right next to each other, and it's not uncommon for him to turn around and give me a poke, literally give me a poke in the shoulder or something, <laughs> or tell me, and I, he'll just, we'll both be working, and he'll tell me an idea for the podcast or for the audio of this episode. And he gets so excited about it, and it's really exciting to see him get so excited about it. Yes. So we got to welcome Jesse as our producer, and he is thrilled to be on board, and we are even more thrilled to have him on board. Is there anyone else you wanted to give a shout-out to? I just wanted to give a shout-out to the random (laughs) people that have been contacting me lately. Me too. As recent as today. Me too. And telling me um, that they either really enjoy the podcast or telling me, hey, I want some more information. Where can I listen? I, I, I want to listen. I want to hear it. Um, we really appreciate it. 
So like, much. You guys don't even understand how much. I mean, every time somebody contacts one of us, we instantly text each other. I'm like, oh my gosh, yes, somebody we, else. We screenshot it and yeah. we'll text each other. And it's unbelievable. I don't believe it. Every time it happens, really? Wow. People are actually mm-hmm. listening. And enjoying and telling us, hey, you guys are yes. my new favorite to listen to. Yes, that actually happened. It said you're my new favorite. Yeah. And and Guy said that um, we were better than some of the other ones he listens to, which is insane to me. But yes. it's so flattering and it's just unreal. Mm-hmm. And I've heard really wonderful things from fellow podcasters. Who, Good. Yeah, who are enjoying it. Um, again, of course, um, the Outsiders of Horror and it's a mm-hmm. and the the it's a horror podcast have been mm-hmm. the most supportive. And so, if you enjoy our podcast, please go check it out because I'm sure you'll love them. Also, definitely. Um, and they're not only great podcasters; they're great people as well. Yes, I mean, I just send Christmas cards to to them all, literally to them all. Um, so I really love uh, knowing them and getting their input and their everything, everything they have to offer. Um, and it's really, it's really fun. And it's really fun to be able to talk to somebody about this who has been doing it for a while. Mm-hmm. It can kind of guide you along the way. I call them my podcast mentors because that's how they feel to me. Yeah. They're my podcast mentors. So, guys, I love you. <laughs> and we love our audience. And we love our audience. Oh, my gosh. I still can't believe it. I really can't. I can't either. I'm like, I, t- I just, and I have to keep directing people to you because people are like, how do I listen? And I'm like, um, <laughs> I don't know because Summer handles all that. Yes. So uh, the only thing I know is that you can listen to it on Spotify. So yes. if you have any other questions about the technical stuff, uh, contact Summer because I'm a yes. dummy. You can but yeah, I love that. it because so many people have been like, how do I listen? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been listening and I love it. Or yeah. I mean, just all kinds of stuff. And it's, it's really surreal because we really did not cool. think it was going to be. No, we hoped we, we hoped. hoped, but we didn't think it was going to take off like this or be what it is. So I'm really excited to see where it goes. Yes. And honestly, at our when we're recording right now, what it's December 7th, right? Yeah, I think so. We've been doing this for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Three weeks. I think mm-hmm. we have four episodes up um, total, including our Days of the Dead and our intro up right now. And it's, I can't believe it's actually getting legs this soon. And I can't Me believe you people are listening to us ramble on about whatever i don't even remember what we talk about half the time sometimes just you'll said that thing you said was really funny and like what <laughs> i'm like i, <laughs> I no don't because we just go off on tangents and he played something for me the other day i said i don't even remember that <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it sounds exactly like something that i would say i don't remember saying that <laughs> well i posted i posted something about um I believe it was whenever we were at Days of the Dead and I posted something and I was like, you know, do you ever feel like you and your friends should have your own reality TV show <laughs> and have a camera follow you around because you're just that hilarious? And I think that's us. 
<laughs> I think that's us. I, it can be definitely times, so and we're a we're a riot in person. Yes, I think that we should. Um, I think someone should pitch us for a reality TV show, <laughs> and they should send us to places and let us do our thing. <laughs> And it'll be hilarious. You know what this show could be? It could be them putting me in your town. And you showing me how, how to live small town life. And then I can come there. Yes. And I'll show you the big city life. Yeah. <laughs> that, and then awesome. they could send us to, uh, to, to other places like different conventions oh, or yeah. different restaurants. The Krampus Festival. We could definitely have a horror convention reality show. Mm-hmm. That would be awesome. <laughs> I I would feel pressure to get more wild and crazy than I actually am because it's boring. Um, if we get any more wild and crazy than we got at Days of the Dead, I I'd be scared. We'd get kicked out. <laughs> well, only in that restaurant. <laughs> well, I like that restaurant, Summer. Okay, and I would like to be welcomed back to the hotel. <laughs> for tfw but if we start a fire that's not gonna happen so we can't do that so no fires got it no fires at tfw no so guys um who else is coming to texas frightmare because we're gonna be there yes let us know it's going to be our first away convention my first sorry my first away convention i only have gone to conventions locally in the chicagoland area Tor, mm-hmm. you've gone to a bunch of other conventions that you travel to. I've never traveled. Yes. I'm excited. I'm nervous. Well, it's I wouldn't great. say travel because Ohio, Indy. Um, yeah, Indy for not you really is traveling. like me going to the convention out here. Huh? Indianapolis for you is probably like me going to the conventions out here as far yeah. as travel. Yeah, and Ohio's not that bad either because it's right next door. Yeah. So it's really not getting away. This is going to be my first away, away. Where you have to get like, on a I'm plane I'm going to get on go. a plane. Yeah, I'm going to get on a plane and go. Yeah. So. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to be great. Um, yeah, and I've, yeah, the fact that um, there and when I was filming the movie uh, with Felissa Rose, um, I met some really cool Dallas people out there, so that was really exciting. And a lot of them that I talked to are planning on going to Texas Frightmare, so Yay. it'll be like a cast reunion of sorts, also in some cases. Yay. I know. Um, the Outsiders of Horror podcast people will be there. So oh, that- yay! I know, right? So that's going to be so much fun to hang out, <clears throat> hang out with them. Um, yeah, it's just so great. I wish my husband could go, though, but he probably would be working. But I'll miss him, and I wish he was going. But, you know, it'll be a girl's time. I don't think you'll miss him too much. <laughs> I will, because... We'll have fun. Well, even though you're you're cuter than a dick. <laughs> don't! <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. You are, but I'll still miss him. Um, <laughs> okay. So now that we've rambled about some convention stuff, shall we wrap her up? Sure. Okay, guys. I'm Summer. And I'm Tori. And you've been listening to the Dolls of Horror Krampus episode. Thanks for sticking with us. It's been amazing. We will see you next time for our next installment of our Christmas. 
uh, stream of movies, and we'll be covering Black Christmas, both the original, the first remake, and we're going to try to hit on a little bit of the new one that's coming out. So yes. I'm pretty excited about that. By the time this comes out, it will probably already be out. But um, I'm really excited to record that because I love Black Christmas. So with that, we're signing off. Bye. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Dolls of Horror. New episodes are uploaded to Spotify and Apple Podcasts every week. If you would like to reach out and say hello to the dolls, send them an email at thedollsofhorror at yahoo.com. You can also visit them on Facebook and Instagram, both at the Dolls of Horror for bonus content. And if you really like the podcast and want to support them financially so that they can keep making episodes, consider sending them a donation. The link is in the description. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. So where's the dog? I need to get Mary. I never liked kids, even when I was one. Why do we have to put up with their crap just because we share DNA? Because I'm old enough to know when life is coming at you with his pants down. Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. She is a goddamn nightmare. Who doesn't make a ham at Christmas? What are you now, a Jew? We should have gone to my brother's. Come on, guys, I'm going to teach you how to make peppermint schnapps. Thought you'd never ask. There are why some people shouldn't be allowed to breathe. Kid deserves a prize just for telling the truth. She'll be yammering about her rabbit Easter bunny come spring. Global warming my ass.